Hello, and welcome to the book reading podcast. <laughs> this is the third time I'm recording a podcast, but I had to change the subject, so today we are going to be reading a book. I know, it's plain, but, you know, gotta make a podcast. Today we'll be reading Goosebumps uh, Most Wanted. Here comes the Shaggedy by R.L. Stein. Welcome, you are most wanted. Come right in. Uh, never mind, that's the welcoming <laughs> page. Alright. The swamp at night makes trickling sounds, gurgling, popping. The river water is alive, and the sand shifts and moves as, it's, as if it is restless. The chitter and whistle of insects never stops. Birds flap in the bending tree limbs, and red eyed bats flutter low into the water for a fast drink, then soaring to meet the darkness. The eerie sounds make Becca Monroe's skin tingle. She sat alert in the slender rowboat, every muscle in her body tensed and tight. She kept her eyes on the dark shoreline. Her hands on the oars felt cold and wet. Donnie, you're crazy, she said, her voice muffled in the steamy night air. I don't like this. We shouldn't be here. They won't miss their stupid rowboat. Her boyfriend, Donnie Albert, said. His oars splashed water, then hit sand. The river was shallow enough here for their boat to get stuck. We'll leave it for them up on the shore. I'm not talking about stealing this boat, Becca said. Fighting the shivers that rolled down her back despite the heat of the night. Why are we here? Why are we on the river at night in this frightening swamp? I, I can't see a thing. There isn't even a moon. Donnie snickered. For thrills, he said. Life is so boring, Becca. Tenth grade is so boring. Go to school, do your homework, sleep, and go to school again. You have to do something crazy, something exciting. Becca sighed. I can't believe I agreed to come out here at night. Why did I do it? She could see his grin even in the dim light. Because you're crazy about because you're crazy about me? Just plain crazy. She muttered. Something splashed up from the water and thumped the sun. Did you, did you hear that? Becca cried. What was it? A frog? Snake? Maybe, Donnie said. The river is. The river is crawling with them. Some are a mile long. Shut up, Becca said, snapped. She had a sudden urge to take an oar and swing it at Donnie's head. You're not funny. It's scary enough out here without you trying to scare me more. He laughed. You're too easy to scare. You're too easy to scare. It's not much of a challenge, I don't think. He didn't finish his sentence. His mouth remained open and his dark eyes bulged. He was staring past Becca. His chin began to quiver and a low moan escaped his throat. He raised a finger and pointed. Becca heard the splash of water behind her and the heavy slap of footsteps on wet sand. Donnie? What? she uttered. And she turned and saw the huge creature. It took her eyes a few seconds to focus. First she thought she was staring at a tall swamp bush. Some kind of tiny shrub blooming up from the sandy bottom. But as soon as she realized it was moving in the water, taking long, wet, splashing strides, she knew it was alive.
knew it was a terrifying creature. Row, hurry, row! Donnie's scream came out high and high and shrill. He bent over the oars and began he bent over the oars and began to pull frantically. She could hear his wheezing breaths, but they were quickly drowned out by the grunts of the swamp monster that staggered toward them and its thudding wet footsteps. The creature stood at least ten feet tall. It was shaped like a human, but covered in dark fur like a bear. Chunks of wet sand fell off its fur as it staggered forward. It raised its curled claws and uttered an angry howl of attack. Oh, help, oh, help! One oar slipped out of Becca's hand. She grabbed it and caught it before it dropped into the water. Then she leaned for it and began to row as hard as she could. Go faster, Donnie cried. Faster! We can get away. It's slow. We can get... A hard jolt shook them both. Their bodies snapped forward, then back. The oars flew from Donnie's hands. But knew at once what had happened. The boat had hit a sandbar. The swamp creature uttered another animal cry. Like a bleeding elephant. Water splashed high as it leaned forward and brought its clawed paws down, preparing to grab them. His oars in the water... Donnie rocked the boat from side to side. Becca desperately dug her, dug her oars into the sand, pulling, pulling. With its prow stuck deep in the sloping sand hill, the boat didn't move. The two teenagers sat helpless as the grunting, howling creature advanced. As it loomed over them, spreading its arms, gnashing its pointed teeth, their final screams echoed off the bent trees, sending bats fluttering into the sky. What are you doing? Turn that off. Kelly Anderson jumped at the sound of her father's voice. She watched him stride across the den, grab the remote, and click off the TV. He turned and squinted through the, his black-framed eyeglasses at Kelly and her brother, Sean. They sat on the edges of the long black leather couch, a bowl of nacho chips between them. Kelly crossed her arms in front of her and glared at him. Why did you turn it off at the good part? she demanded. Why are you watching that movie, he asked. Swamp Beast 3? Sean had his hands clasped tightly in his lap. His dark, dark eyes were wide. His expression frightened. Kelly wanted to show me where you're making us move to, he whispered. Their dad shook his head. By watching a horror movie, he, talked of his, he took off his glasses and rubbed the tip top of his nose. He did that a lot. It either meant he was thinking of thinking hard or he was trying to control his temper. Kelly, you're 12, he said. The older sister, you should know better. But Dad, Kelly started. He raised a hand. Silence. You know your brother's afraid of scary movies. You know Sean has nightmares. How could you be so thoughtless? Kelly shrugged. I didn't think it would be that scary. Of course, that was a lame reply, but it was the best she could do. Kelly knew the truth. She really didn't want to scare Sean. If he was seriously scared, maybe their dad wouldn't drag them away from New York City to a Florida swamp. <sighs> of course, Sean did that thing with his shoulders that he always did when he was feeling tense or scared. He kind of rolled them so that it looked like he was shivering. Dad, he started in there, in there, in a tiny voice. Are there really swamp monsters where we are moving? Kelly groaned. 
Their dad's cheeks reddened. He was totally bald, and when he got angry, the top of his head turned red, too. Kelly always thought he looked like a light bulb lighting up. A light bulb with glasses. Of course there aren't any swamp monsters, he told Sean. He turned to Kelly. Look how you scared Sean. You should apologize to him. Sorry, Sean, she finally muttered. Sorry you got scared by a dumb movie. That's not much of an apology, her dad said. You get you get scared sometimes, don't you, Kelly? No, she answered. I don't never. Sean suddenly shot his head forward and screamed boo practically in Kelly's ear. He laughed. Made you jump. Did not, Kelly said. You can't even scare me, Wimpo. Hey, what have we said about calling names? Their dad demanded. He didn't wait for an answer. Listen, you two. Living next to a deep hole swamp is 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 going to be the most exciting year of your lives. Maybe too exciting, Kelly said. She tossed back her black hair. She knew she was about to cause trouble. About to frighten Sean and annoy her father even more. But she didn't really care. Whatever works, she thought. Whatever it takes to keep me in New York City with my friends. Her dad took the bait. What do you mean by that, Kelly? I went online, she said. I read stuff about Deep Hole Swamp. A lot of people say there are monsters living in the swamp. Just like in Swamp Beast Free. Really? Sean asked in a tiny voice. He did his shoulder thing again. No, not really, their father said. Brownie. And Kelly. You know, there's a lot of bad information online. You don't trust everything you read, do you? Kelly's dark eyes challenged her father. Some things are true. Well, monster stories aren't true, he said. I'm a scientist, remember? Kelly rolled her eyes. We know, we know, Dr. Anderson. You're a marine biologist. You remind us every day. But that gritted his teeth. Kelly knew she was making him angry, but she didn't care. She really didn't want to move to a swamp in Florida for a year. Sorry about that music. My, uh, my family is blaring it. Back to the reading experience. After their parents divorced, their mom moved to Seattle. Kelly didn't want to live there either. She only wanted to live in New York. Now she was going to have to split her time between two places she hated. She saw Sean, skinny, pale Sean, sitting on the edge of the couch, trembling. She felt bad that she had to scare him, but what choice did she have? Sean, what are you thinking? Their father asked. I can see your brain spinning. Well, Sean hesitated. If we get down to Florida, we do see a swamp monster. Dad. Can we come back home right away? Their father scowled at Kelly. Don't, I'm warning you, don't scare your brother again. Kelly stuck out her chin. He didn't answer Sean's question, Dad. He rubbed his bald head. Tell you what, if we see a swamp monster, we'll invite it over for dinner. And that's where I'm going to leave it off for today. I just read two chapters. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. And have a wonderful day. Uh... Tomorrow, I will be reading the next two chapters. Please, have a good day and enjoy yourself.